It doesn't have to be professional. As <laughs> it's recording. <laughs> this isn't going to be any good anyway. Um, yeah, what's up? What, what I just um, what I just remembered as well was that we were going to do that thing where uh, we go into a bit about what happened in that in the year. Of course. Do you want to, uh, do, you want to do that off the top of your head? <laughs> well, luckily, about a minute and a half ago, I remembered, and I clicked on the first link on Google. If you type in what happened in 1970, impress me. So actually, from from my memory, uh, you know, just general knowledge that I've got about 1970. Was there? Uh, it didn't look like it. I've just got some highlights here. I try to do the maths. I don't. Is that an Olympic year? I don't know why 1972 feels better. Yeah, because 2012. Yeah. Is 40, yeah, 1972, yeah. Um, January 22nd, very close to my heart, 1970, Boeing 747 makes its first commercial passenger trip to London. Wow. Big. big. It's huge. Consid considering as well, last year, plenty of 747s got retired. That's the last <laughs> I'll talk about planes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> okay, actually, no, it's not because on March 25th, which is my birthday, Concord makes its first supersonic flight at 700 miles an hour. So that's the last time. Okay, more music related, however. The Vietnam War spreads as US troops invade Cambodia. So it's still been going on for quite a few years at that point, at least a decade by that point, hasn't it? It would have been. What is so. It started late 50s, didn't it? I thought they were in the Korean War late 50s. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but uh, I do feel like there's some music in the 1970 playlist that you kind of get the tail end of that Vietnam era. Right, Vietnam music. was 55, apparently. Yeah, but they weren't, it wasn't as, it wasn't in the same way as it was by no, the end with the Americans. <laughs> There was a lot of Vietnam songs, wasn't there? There was or there wasn't? There was, I think. Yeah. Um, if I can remember. A lot of Credence, uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, who yeah. personally I love. Oh, and yeah? Fortunate Son and the likes of it. Yeah, that wasn't in it, which is a shame. I assume that was released earlier. Do you like them? Uh, I heard them a couple songs in the 70s one, didn't they? Um, in the 1970. Yeah. Who'll Stop the Rain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first song on the playlist, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was yeah. at least one more. Long mm -hmm. as I can see the light. And Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Which is a real classic one. Are they not to your taste? Um, no. Up and Around the Bend, they did as well. Um... Run Through the Jungle. They have a few on this list, G. Uh, yeah, they're not definitely... I don't know. They're kind of of their era, but it's it's not my era anyway. Um, no, not, not really. Um, what was your... So, which... Were they your favourite? Or what was your favourite from the 70s? Or from 1970? From 1970, I would probably say Deep Purple. Oh, really? I'll tell you why. I heard my first Deep Purple song, Hush. I think it was on a Mercedes-Benz advert about 10 years ago. 
and it was used as the soundtrack. And my dad made it very clear that he loved that song. And so I listened to it quite a bit, but it was the, that is the only song from Deep Purple up until this week that I was aware of. And I had never thought to look any further into it, but there's several in here. I'm looking at Child in Time. Yeah, I like that one. I had that as one of my top five. Yeah, Child in Time, and there was at least one more. My memory isn't isn't ideal. Um, oh, there's two more: Black Knight and Speed King. And I can't get enough of one the guitar solos, but also the keyboards. Yeah, the guitar solos are so good. I mean, you're probably more interested in the key keyboard solos. And, yeah. and they prompted you to want to make any more band music. Um, I, I like the fact that they use it's kind of an organ kind of feel to it I like that a lot um, and I mean I wish I could play stuff like that and or come up with stuff like that but I can't what about you what top band for you uh, oh I see I wasn't doing bands I was just doing songs I liked okay so there you go I, like, uh, I really like Simon Garfunkel I like that album the Bridge Over Troubled Water album I really liked yeah. Now, my favourite of that is probably Cecilia. Um, I don't know, I'm sure you've heard me scream it a few times, but um, no, I really, really like Cecilia. Yeah, I remember Beatles obviously put out Let It Be that year as well, so those two would be... Oh, do you know who's actually pretty good that I was surprised that I knew a number of their songs was um, The Velvet Underground. Have you heard them? Or is the, yeah, The Velvet Underground, they're loaded... Um, album it's called loaded and got like oh sweet nothing and sweet jane and there's a couple more i can't remember who loves the sun there's a few really good songs on it which i was surprised by um do you know the band i'm talking about their main singer is someone serious i got it to the playlist that i added to but so who loves the sun is one in there and sweet jane did you say yeah yeah, and then rock and roll as well. You know, the uh, main singer, G. Who? Lou Reed. Do you know him? Oh, I do yeah. know Lou Reed. So a few of their songs sound very like him. Um, oh. was, yeah, I, I quite liked them. I thought they were good. Um, I liked um, one of their songs by themselves that I quite like. As I said, I liked Child in Time. I liked uh, Ride a White Swarm by T Rex. Um, yeah. It was one of I don't know, it's, it, was, it was really catchy. Okay, this is this is going to sound a bit of a stretch because you probably don't know the song, but do you know when you hear a song and you know it sounds very like another song you know? That song, and I'm, this is going to be some homework for you to look up, there's a song called I'm Ready by AJ Orr, which is like a very new song. And yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. It's it's quite a it's quite a YouTube um, NFL, like, big hits compilation music on in the background sort of stuff but it sounds the chorus bit sounds the exact same um so which was quite rewarding when you can think of the song but you can't couldn't get it out and i finally did get it out so i'm not sure if you think there's any relation there but it'd be an interesting one for you to check also I'll give it a listen um, there's a song down the bottom do you know oh, i like war gigs by black sabbath do you yeah know? Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, there's bits in that that sounded like, do you know, um, Arabella by the Red Hot Chili, or by the Arctic Monkeys? Um, yes. Arabella with the do do Yeah. The same, it's the same riff, anyway, which I thought was quite cool. Um, so I wasn't sure if that was exactly borrowed or coincidentally similar or not. Well, it, it's um, cool because 
Black Sabbath was one of those bands. If somebody had said the name, I would have been able to just kind of from the name, I feel like I would have been able to give quite a good description of what their music was like. But I couldn't I wouldn't have been able to name a single one of their songs. Yeah. Whereas the ones that were in here were really good. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were heavy enough. Um I like David Bowie, but I didn't like any of the particular songs we had this year. Same. Yeah. And Bass Odyssey was the year before, which is unfortunate. Um yeah. I know Jackson Five had a few good songs the year before. But um oh I liked Layla, the original Layla. I thought it was good. And I thought the second half of it sounds completely different, but it's also really good. So um I thought they were they were some of the some of the good good songs I liked. Um coming back to your favorite, yeah. you know the other day when I said uh I think it would be interesting to ask you if you skipped any songs. Yeah. I came up with that question after I skipped Cecilia. No. <laughs> because I'd gone through the entire playlist and listening to songs that I knew, like Layla, I was already quite familiar with, so I listened to that because I really liked it. Ones that I'd never heard before, as soon as Cecilia came on, I hit that skip button immediately. Ooh. I'm so sorry. I, it makes me laugh. <laughs> that was your favourite. I just can't do it. I don't know. Is it you've overheard it or you just don't like it? Um... I just find it quite annoying, to be honest. I'm in no position to say that. I know that, but I just, I don't know whether it's kind of, makes me cringe a little bit. I don't know, but it was literally first two or three notes and it was <laughs> I can't do that again. It's so strange. It's a scene uh, with all of them. I, it's, I think it's easy to listen to even. It's not a big, heavy, I don't know, that's, hmm. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It wasn't definitely wasn't one of the ones I skipped. Um, I didn't like. Um, do you know the immigrant song? I don't know why. Just doesn't do it for me. It's not very long though. So, um, by Led Zeppelin. It's in School mm. of Rock, which is where I learned it from. But it's um, similarly for me. It just. You can I'm not a big Led Zeppelin fan, actually. I, I, <laughs> I think a lot of their music's cool, but I, I I'd never choose to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know enough of them. I don't I haven't heard a lot of them yet. Um my Spotify most listened to song this year from Trivia Fact was a Led Zeppelin song. Um so obviously there's some part of them which I support. It's uh, it's called Fool in the Rain. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard it. I don't think I don't think it came out um in nineteen seventy, so we shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, it's oh wait, did it? Um, no, I came in '79, so it's a bit of a ways away. But you've got plenty of time to listen up in, in advance. Yeah. Um, and also, I was surprised of uh, Simon and Garfunkel in the album "Bridge Over Troubled Water." I didn't see the song "Bridge Over Troubled Water," which I thought was a little strange because I thought that was like the biggest song from that album. Are you sure? Uh, I didn't see it. It's, it is a song. It is in there, definitely. It's in the playlist, isn't it? Oh, sorry, not no, not on the playlist. I thought you said it wasn't in the album. No, I know, <laughs> I know it's in the album. Um, I didn't see it in the playlist, which I was surprised by because I saw that album artwork and I thought, okay, well, it's coming around. Was um, it released as a single before 1970? Didn't come around. Maybe. Maybe a bit of a cop out, though. Yeah. I'm not sure. 
1970. It is strange. Uh, and I don't know what, what uh, method Spotify have used on how they order them either. Um, mm. Because it felt like towards the bottom, there were a lot of songs without any words in them. Um, it wouldn't necessarily be me. <laughs> a lot of solos. I appreciate a guitar solo, but when it's all a guitar solo, um, yeah, it's not so much. And not was, so much me. There was a surprising amount of plus 10 minute songs in there. <laughs> you don't get those nowadays. You would never no. get one. Yeah. No, especially when you're walking along um, and you realize, yeah, exactly, after about eight minutes, it's the same, it is the same song. Okay. It is the same song. <laughs> um, or I'll just listen to one more song. Okay, it's still it's still going. Um, and then because That's there's insane. no lyrics or anything, they all sort of can meld with each other. They're all similarly rocky and guitar y. So. However, a song like Layla is completely different at the end. So it doesn't feel yeah. as long, but it's still quite a long song. Yeah. Have you seen the film Apocalypse Now? No. So that is about Vietnam War, and it starts off with like a montage uh, to the to the soundtrack of This Is The End by The Doors. And I like that film very much, and I like that song very much. And again, it was one of the few ones by The Doors that I actually knew. But then there was a few in here. So there was Peace Frog. I'm convinced there was another one. Maybe there wasn't. Um, but talking of the Doors, in 1970, the Doors decide not to play live anymore because of Jim Morrison's unpredictable persona on stage. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and earlier on in that year, and I, I wasn't really surprised when I read that because that was on December 12th. Earlier on in that year, there was several things like... Uh, Jim Morrison is found guilty of indecent exposure and profanity during a concert. That was back in October. <laughs> and then there was, <laughs> there was another thing as well. I, I doubt I'll find it quick enough. But, um, so throughout that page, it's kind of just kind of building up to uh, <laughs> the door stopping performing because of Jim Morrison. <laughs> Would you get to him for profanity back in the day? That's strange. I know. In a performance as well. Yeah, there wasn't many swears. I don't remember hearing many swears. Um, and I suppose these people would have needed to make it on the radio, and the radio was quite censored back then. Yeah. Well, at least in Ireland, it was. And um, what? Okay, let it be. What do you think of that song? I I do like it. It's one of my favourite Beatles songs. I'd probably say. That wasn't a skip it for you then, no. No, it, it wasn't like a, oh, I love this song, but it's just a nice song, isn't it? <laughs> Did you skip? Well, no, I, I, I didn't the first time, but it's certainly just, you know, we all know how it goes. Yeah, um, I do see what you mean. There's a difference between the verses, uh, and there are parts where it's just just the same, let it be, let it be, um, which don't, doesn't exactly do it for me. Also, do you know the song um, Lola by the Kings here? Literally yeah. just looking at that because I wanted to mention it. Absolutely oh, love yeah. that song. Yeah. You like it? Well, <laughs> I watched Futurama when I was younger, and right. there is a an episode uh, where Zach Brannigan falls in love with Leela and he's singing her a song and he spells it out, but he does it to the theme of Lola. He spells L E E L A Leela um, as his version, and I just thought he was 
that was like clever writing from the the Futurama producers. I just thought they'd written a song for it. But no, it's a real song. <laughs> so um yeah, I think can I, ask, can I ask what age you were when you listened to that? And then <laughs> presumably this was the first time you've <laughs> For ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, um, oh, ten years without Lola by the Kings in your life. Yeah, probably more because uh, the first time I heard it was on this playlist. So technically, um, it, yeah, it's, it, was, it was good. Wow. Do you like it? Is, is it really I, nice? do. I do. Good? I quite like the Kings. My dad's a big fan. I think that came up yeah, for me a little bit. Yeah, I don't think my dad was. He was more into the Pink Floyd and the likes, you know. The Eagles. Yeah. George um, Harrison, he, I recognise the name, but I can't think of who he is. I want to say one of the Beatles, but he's, I don't think he is. He. Oh, lead guitarist of the Beatles. Thank God. Uh, I thought I was going mad. Yeah, um, <laughs> what song did he do? He did a song in verse. Um, do you know the song Got My Mind Set on You? Mm, yeah. That's that's the only song I can think of that's off the top of my head. Anyway, that's him. Him. Just by him, because none of his songs did anything for me. I I think I usually ended up skipping them before at the end. And really, I feel awful. He's lead guitarist from the Beatles clearly. Yeah, well, he makes good music, but <laughs> I don't know about this upstart. And um, what do you he think says, about McCartney on his own? Oh, this is again so bad. My dad has a really low opinion of Paul McCartney and can't stand it. <laughs> so whenever I hear his music or see him on TV, that's the first thing that's hit with me. And I, I need to, like, I've made plenty of individual decisions in my life now and individual like, opinions. And I need to make my own opinion of Paul McCartney now because <laughs> it's like, it's, it's only influenced by that. I do like... Uh, his voice and I like maybe I'm amazed a lot yeah me too. that is I've got a piano book here and I've learned every song I mean I've had it for years I've learned every song in it apart from maybe I'm amazed by Paul McCartney just because I wasn't really I didn't really know the song it wasn't anything bad against Paul McCartney I didn't know the song yeah. but listening to it um that is one of my lists to learn now because it's just good isn't it yeah, it's. I'd say it'd be tricky to sing, actually. Um, if that's where you're going with it, I'd maybe say, that's maybe that's what you need. Maybe. Bless him. Did you? Um, did you? Did any particular song resonate with you, or um, no? Anything in particular that you think this was um, a particularly apt song for you? I don't think there was, and I think that's because. The music around that time has a completely... I don't think the feel fits nowadays at all. No. And so I couldn't really... I, I didn't... I know what you're talking about. I didn't get that feeling with a song. Um, no, I'm looking at them now. I, I like The Boxer by Simon Garfunkel because for some reason I was obsessed with that back in primary school with a friend of mine. And so that's what I think of every time I hear it. So it's quite nice. But no, did, did one resonate with you? No. <laughs> As something that's been occurring to me recently is what's the story with my haircuts? And there is a song called Almost Cut My Hair, which I thought was quite um, 
it was quite strange because I was literally thinking it as it came on, but it didn't didn't have a spiritual connection in any way. Um, but song, I quite liked it. Um, sort of, yeah, it's strange little mix of the sort of songs that are going on. Some of them are romantic, and some of them are Vietnam War songs, and some of them are just random like that. So, um, some of them didn't feel like rock to me. No, not at no. all. Um, I'm sure there's a <laughs> definition of what rock is, though. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if I'd be able to classify it. I didn't like the song American Woman. I'm not sure if you know it, but um, I think I've heard it a few times at, uh, at North Star. Um, I just don't like it <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, American Woman, was it on the playlist? Yeah, it's the second from bottom on the playlist. Oh, the second from bottom for me is After Midnight. Oh, really? There's a different yeah. one, maybe? How weird. Yeah, the guess who American Woman second from bottom. Um, that is strange. I've had another, another music-related fact from 1970. Jimi Hendrix died. Huge. And... The first Glastonbury Festival, the day after Jimi Hendrix dies, the first Glastonbury Festival on September 19th is held in England. Oh, really? I'd love to go to Glastonbury at some stage. And on August 31st, Jimi Hendrix performed at the third ever Isle of Wight Festival, along with The Who and The Doors. While he was dead? On August 31st, a month before he died. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's strange the way you've laid out those um, facts, though, G. Isle of Wight Festival, just, just across the water from me right now. Um, just makes me just makes me miss festivals. Not that I was ever a huge festival goer, but I would do anything to go to a festival right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, just I the suspense of it. Yeah, I know. As we get to more contemporary um, rock uh, people, we can start asking each other who would we most like, what would our dream lineup for a festival be? Is a, oh, yeah. Is a good question you can have. Except sometimes you can ask the wrong person. Uh, and, you know, if it's the type of person that likes a particular type of music, and I actually accidentally asked a friend of mine who was very into um, EDM, and he gave me 20 to 25. EDM artists. Um, Do you know any of them? <laughs> yeah. 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 Big, big dog. Uh, Teddy Green. Uh, it meant nothing. meant nothing at all. Um, because normally, if you ask that question to people, even if you're just getting to know people, if you ask that question, there's going to be someone of their, like, however many they answer, there's going to be someone you can say, oh, that, I, I like them. But no, absolutely yeah. nothing. I think the closest I got was the Chainsmokers. Um, but I didn't particularly want to talk about them. So <laughs> that opportunity of a conversation was wasted. But no, we'll, any, we'll at some stage. Any bands, any bands in, in this playlist that you would add to your ideal lineup for a festival? So you've got three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on a festival. So you've got like three headline acts opportunities. Okay, and do you have to be alive or no? Oh no, God no. I think, okay, that, one, that makes it a lot easier. Um, well, it's a bit of a cop out, but the Beatles have to be there. No? Do they? Carry on, carry on. The Beatles have to be there. Um, and that would get you George Harrison 
armed Paul McCartney, armed uh, John, John Lennon. Lennon. He's got one in there. I quite like that song, Instant Karma. Okay. I, I, I didn't know it was by him. I, it was. It's quite a distinctive song. It's quite good. I, who else would I bring? I probably. Are they headlining? That that is a big, big claim. One of the three headline spots yeah, in the first playlist of oh, wait. <laughs> fifty yeah, years of rock. Wait, you're asking of people that are that are in the nineteen seventy playlist. Who would I bring? Yeah. Yeah, you have to bring the you have to bring the Beatles. It's just you can't. You have to bring the Beatles. Um, are they are they headlining? Yeah, of course they are. Who would you headline? Who would you headline? So the people who are in the nineteen seventies play. In that list, yeah. I'm I'm not sure. David Bowie is there. Yes, yeah, but it's not with anywhere near one of my favorite songs by him, and I know a lot of good comes later. Yeah, but he could still play the later songs, I think. No, absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm not sure anyone would, anyone on this list would headline. It's no, awful. No, it's no, gonna be a... <laughs> I thought you had to put well, the Beatles should. The Beatles should. Oh. I was I was thinking this festival was going to span the entire fifty years. <laughs> You've only got three headlines. Oh no no no! no, 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 no oh okay. That. Oh that's I easy. That's easy. The top three from the nineteen seventy playlist. Right. I was thinking probably the Beatles, possibly Simon and Garfunkel, and maybe maybe Eric Clapton or Creedence Clearwater People. Yeah. Possibly. See, I'm I'm uh, I'm more of a fan of the kind of big bigger production um bands so like really long anthems like like the doors have so i'd probably go for the doors okay or yeah or i think i'd have to put barry up there as well and then in that third spot it's really (laughs) really hard (laughs) the thing is you could i mean if any of these any of these uh, headlines at a festival, it would be absolutely sensational. I, I definitely have Deep Purple in there. I'm not sure as a headline. Is there not? I don't feel like they're as big as some of the other acts. Um, oh my gosh. I think it'll be Credence Clearwater Revival. Really? Because think of their other songs as well that came before this. I'm just surprised. The Beatles. The Beatles. No, it's, it is awful. I've <laughs> never, I, I like their music, but it's, I, I've never, it, I'd never say I love the Beatles. No, but I'm going to, I'm thinking um, about my margins here as well. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pay to see the Beatles. Well, maybe I don't want that crowd there, you know. <laughs> don't want those people. Three rock fans going to blow ins. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, I guess that uh, you know who is in there who we haven't sp- spoken about Neil Diamond what a hero what's he singing Neil... well in this he sings Crackling Rosie but um, he's better known for stuff like Sweet Caroline and uh, Born in America is it a person on the plane coming to America something 
I heard something about Neil Diamond. Did he lose all his money recently? Let's have a look. I think he may have. Do you know what I'm thinking? I may have seen, like, he's doing some... He may have lost all his money and he was doing some resurrection tour or something. Is he dead? No, it's something about Parkinson. Oh, maybe. Oh, he refunds fat. Though that was back in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I... I've looked up Neil Diamond before. I thought it was from some ad I saw on television uh, last year about him. Um, maybe I'm making it up. But, you know, Sweet Caroline... <sighs> do you know the way... Well, sometimes when you're doing a festival, do you know the way you've got a band that have one song or an artist that has one song. Well, they've more, but they've one song that is really the song yeah. that we're there for. That would be Neil Diamond. He would destroy with Sweet Caroline at the end. But <laughs> I feel like you would need to sit through the fantastic music for the 45 minutes before it. And you'd be looking at your watch for that. And then you'd get into it at the end. And then you need a, you need a piss. Uh, right at the end, you can't hold it any longer. <laughs> yeah, I went. Um, I went to watch. Um, well, I was in a festival in Belgium, and they had uh, Dropkick Murphys, and it was like that with shipping up to Boston. Do you know the song? Okay. Um, okay well, it may be it may be in one of our playlists of the future. Uh, but also there was um, Imagine Dragons, and they did a full yeah. fifteen minute version of Radioactive. You know, that was obviously their big song. So they, minutes. It, was, it was literally 15 minutes because a friend of mine left during it and came back while it was still on. He's <laughs> like, have I missed it? No, I haven't missed it yet. No. Similarly, okay. um, the Foo Fighters, for, um, they did a three and a half hour set. And do you know the song Pretender? Yeah. There was a similar, very long build up there where people that I was with were wondering whether, are they still playing? <laughs> I was like, shh. And you know, obviously this was good for the mosh pit, but we were day in the back sitting on the sofa, so we weren't getting the same benefit. Um, but yeah, that would be Neil. Neil Diamond would go for Sweet Caroline. He'd he'd knock it out the park with Sweet Caroline. When you mentioned that, uh, it reminds me of the band Jimmy Eat World. You know them? Uh, got, them? And they've got the song "The Middle," which I think is their equivalent of that. You know, it just takes some time. Yeah, they. They performed at Reading, and uh, and it, it was <laughs> that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> was everyone waiting for that? Was it? My, my my dad used to tell me about this. I can't remember who they are, but they were quite a big name, and she had really big songs from quite early in her career, and then she had some lesser known stuff that she had released recently. So what she used to do when she toured was, uh, I don't know why I remember that she was a woman and nothing else about it but she would open her own show so she'd do her new stuff as the warm-up act and then <laughs> there'd be a pause and then she'd do her well-known stuff <laughs> i don't know it's quite a good kind of way of doing it no it, it is no i was only seeing um the the neil diamond thing because sweet caroline has 330 something million plays on Spotify and his next best or his next most played song has 30 million um, so there's a big gap there um, but yeah Swing Caroline is obviously a classic so um, that would be a fun one at a, at a festival were there any other any other um, interesting uh, nuggets of information you thought from this one G? 
for the year? Yeah, from 1970. Well, it was the year of Apollo 13 as well. It's not music related whatsoever, but it's the year of Apollo 13, and therefore it's also the basis of my favourite ever film, Apollo 13. Is that your favourite film? It is, and it's... Every time I watch it, I am a bit surprised that it's my favourite film because it's not... It's not got the world's best dialogue, and it's not... They didn't have to add any drama, and it's it's filmed in quite a cool way, but it's not like Die Hard or something like that, where you're on the edge yeah. of your seat. But I just I just loved it because I had to study it back in school, so I think it was for drama or something. And then also, if you look up the music used in it, it was all bespoke written by I forget his name, something Horner, and uh, it's all classical music, which I'm not normally a fan of, but all of the stuff, all the pieces that were used in that film I really really liked. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I saw it for an engineering project a while ago. Do you know what song reminds me, or that song, the song in that is um, Spirit in the Sky? Yeah. Did you play that song in it? Is that, is that a 1970s song? Um, maybe it's 1969. I don't, I'm not sure. I do, I, I do know the song. Um, absolute classic. I'm just trying to think of who it's by. Norman, Norman. <laughs> Norman Greenbaum. Um, yeah. yeah, that was 1969 though. But nonetheless, um, that's the song that sticks with me from that particular uh, escapade. But yeah, no, that's that's class. That came out launched in '70. The movie obviously came out after. It wasn't a document. Yeah, the, the, the movie came out the day after the mission. They landed <laughs> and then the, view, the movie was out. Video feed from there. <laughs> Good thing they strapped all those cameras to the thing. Yeah, it may have been a part of the problem, though. The only other thing that I've got down in my very summarised version of 1970 is that Mick Jagger was fined 200 quid for possession of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty more, but uh, I mean, Quite a bit of it was quite morbid about mass shootings and uh, other sorts of things. I didn't really fancy it. But coming back to Apollo 13, all the scenes inside the spacecraft um, are weightless. The actors look like they're floating. And you may already know this, but they actually were. They were in one of those planes that does the parabolas to oh, yeah. simulate zero G. And I can't remember. The, I used to know the number of parabolas there to fly to film the whole film but as you'd imagine it was quite a lot I think that with some of the TV show shots with the big explosions or flipping flipping over like I think Casino Royale spent a stupid amount of money on getting the Aston Martin to flip the right amount of yeah. times um, but yeah there's, there's money in it now which but what impresses me about those sorts of movies is normally they didn't have a big budget so I'm surprised yeah. that they did that many that many takes of it. Um, but I suppose it would have been would have been hard to simulate, you know, doing a very slow pull up, trying to oh look, no gravity. <laughs> Funny you say that because I, I we I had to look at Apollo 13 and I became a fan of it because of my drama GCSE. And we had to do this piece as part of the GCSE that was based on real events, and we got Apollo 13. And at first you think, oh, that's quite cool. But can you imagine simulating 
zero gravity as a GCSE drama student, student with zero budget and also zero talent as well. Can you imagine how crap it was? That's the worst thing I've ever been a part of. It's awful. Yeah, I, I, do you know what I can't imagine? Um, I can imagine just, it's like I see people do TikToks where they try to film it sideways and then do a big reveal after. But everything, everything looks weird. When you can't you even do that in live drama. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of this. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I didn't have to watch that actually. Um, yeah, a video somewhere. <laughs> um, you're very good. When you when, when our podcast goes big, we can release it um, on our on our 15 million subscribers special or something. You can pop in the video of G. Uh, like your Nerf Wars, did you not offer your Nerf Wars videos as an like incentive or a prize for something? I can't remember, but if I did, I uh, I think I have plausible deniability. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like me. Um, yeah. I'm only asking you now that we're recording. So are you excited for 1971 then? I don't really know what's in store. I expect it's similar. Mm -hmm. um, have you given it a listen already? Because obviously... The second week of 2021 started on Friday. We're now on Sunday. Have you given it a listen? I haven't. I haven't touched it actually. No, I haven't. I, I don't think Pink Floyd "Dark Side of the Moon" was until '72 or '73. So that's what I'm really waiting for. That's the first big um, checkpoint in my uh, adventures. I'm looking forward to that. I like um, to see who's uh, who they use on on the thumbnail of the. Uh, playlist. I can't recognise that person with very long hair. I thought it might have been Justin Hawkins, but I think that's quite insulting to Justin Hawkins if, was, if he looked like that back in 1971. We're not going to throw it all away. We don't want to answer too many questions um, because our listeners will have nothing to come back for next week. But now I'm excited. There's, some good, there's, there's a few good songs in there. But yeah, there's lots of crossover, but then I just saw Jimi Hendrix for the first time, who at this point was dead. So read him. I seen him twice. He's in there twice. I think we'll have to save. I'm really curious now, but I think we'll have to save that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, G, fantastic talking to you. Um, and your thoughts on 1970. Yeah. yeah. Anything else to? Do you want to words of wisdom? For, do you want to take the take the nuggets of information for next time? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do some research. I'll try to avoid the morbid yeah. stuff. And um, do you have any any advice or maybe an idiom or a phrase that you think will guide our listeners through to the next week? Um, if you don't like it, skip it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Hello, this is Ronan. And I'd like to add a disclaimer and an apology for the quality of the microphone in our 1970 first podcast of One Rocky Year. I've just listened to it back and it's, it's, not, it's not easy to listen to. So from now on, hopefully, I'll be using this setup where I think I can be heard much better. But um, apologies, sincerest apologies.